Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And my name's Leah. We are from Relax My Dog. We talk about all things dog. Back on to dogs this week. We've spoken about dogs and cats the past three episodes, which I don't think is a bad thing because I think a lot of people who have dogs have cats too and other pets. Um, but we are back to talk about dogs this week. Um, we're going to be talking about how to know when your dog is bored. Now, doggy boredom is actually it's actually quite a common thing that people who have dogs go through, um, and it is really important as dog owners to understand and recognise when your dog does get bored because. When dogs get bored, they start misbehaving and having like destructive behaviours and all that kind of thing, which isn't great. Um, plus, here at Relax My Dog, we make music and TV for bored dogs, so it's very much in our wheelhouse. It's very much something that we're, we're really passionate about, I think. Yeah, yeah. Dogs do get bored, especially now, you know, people, you know, a few years ago we were all working from home and now we're all going back and, it's, you know, dogs can get bored when they're on their own, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. So here are some signs to know when your dog is bored. The first, first is the doggy doldrums. There's so much doom and gloom in the headlines over the past few years, it's easy to overlook one silver lining. Pet adoptions and fosterings hit an all-time high during that time, along with all the other bits and pieces that we went through. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> such a long time ago, doesn't oh, it? Honestly, honestly, it's mad. I know, I still think about it now. We're not, not going to say the word because we might not get might not, might get demonetized. <laughs> um <laughs> It seems like such a long time ago, and I had a pet during those times, and so did and so did you, and they made such a big difference, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Um. So another reason why dogs might be bored is they are fighting their instinct. Not all dogs can get bored, and what's more, their instincts are often odds with their modern lives. After all, in the wild, dogs used to get plenty of enrichment through chasing prey, sniffing things, and scavenging food. Um domesticated life doesn't offer much opportunity to pursue those activities which can result in a bored dog now the problem can be compounded when dogs don't get a lot of socialization Um, so dogs are obviously pack animals they are social species whether their pack is canine or human a lack of interaction can be detrimental to their emotional health um, and yeah i think it's just it is so important i think if you do work out of the house to make sure that you're still giving your dog that mental and physical um mm. um what's the word physical like being able to go out for a walk if you come yeah. in you don't take your dog out for a walk they're going to be think about it they're going to be itching to go out for, for a walk all the whole time that the, the home um so it is so important that they get that and they get that bit of freedom because they'll be looking outside wishing they were out there and they're just not able yeah. to go yeah yeah and that's why things like the kind of things we make like dog tv and dog music is really good because you can leave that on whilst you're at work but it's not a substitute for what your dog needs he needs that enrichment so even if you've had like a really long day at work and come home it's one of your main responsibilities is to get your dog out so because they've been cooped up all day they have these instincts that they need to you know realize so you know you're not you can't really be lazy and say i've been at work all day i'm just gonna have a nice lazy afternoon it's your responsibility to take your dog out. And it, I mean, if you don't, it's only you that's going to suffer because the dog's going to start getting naughty, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And the next is it could, it's just pure and simple boredom. Boredom won't look the same in every dog. A bored dog might sleep more than usual, have diminished enthusiasm for toys or food, or do naughty things like chew the baseboards. 
Flat boredom is the root of most of the problems or nuisance behaviors um, that tra dog trainers can see. They their behavior that behavior can include the aforementioned uh, chewing of inappropriate items, digging in the yard, and excessive barking. Additionally, if a dog is not getting enough engagement, uh, you're heightening its arousal level, and it might display behaviors like jumping, overexcitement, and grabbing you with its mouth, which can be mistaken for aggression. Typically, boredom sets in when pets are left home alone without interactions for long periods, like we just said before. Maybe subtle signs as well. We tend to wait for a big explosion, like growling or snapping or biting. But if a dog avoids your gaze, tucks its tail, licks their lips or yawns excessively, those can be signs of discomfort as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say, a lot of the time it could just be that your dog is pure bored. Like think about if you're just sat at home, like you've not got anything to do, you're just staring at a wall, like you're going to get bored yourself. Yeah. Um, especially if the dogs was so used to having you home all the time, they'll have someone to play with, even just somebody to sit with. That'll be enough for, for mm. most dogs to have that companion there. And all of a sudden they've gone from having that to, to not having that anymore. So, um, yeah, it is. It's important that you, you think about what that issue could potentially be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then it's looking at addressing that issue. So the next point is, um, if you've noticed concerning behaviour, and especially if you've seen a change in your pet's behaviour, um, seeing a vet first to rule out any medical issues is really, really important. Then um, change the environment to give your pup more opportunities for enrichment. If providing more exercise and enrichment doesn't resolve the issue, then we might need to look at more training or even professional behavioural support to help with the issue. Um, the key is not to let it go. If you've um, seen the um, aforementioned signs, it's time to do something about them. These um, these tips we're going to talk about should hopefully help. Uh, but yeah, like we say, if you take them to the vets, because it could be a medical issue that's yeah. the reason why your dog's showing this sort of behaviour. Yeah, especially if it's something that is, has come across very quickly. Because, like, you know, if a dog is used to you being at the house all the time and they do get bored, um, they're probably going to behave in certain ways that you get used to. But if your dog starts showing signs of, like, these kinds of signs and it doesn't really make much sense, then it's most likely going to be something um, medical. Um, so it's just best to sort of um, err on the side of caution and get them seen um, by a vet. Um, yeah. So, first of all, make them work for dinner. Dogs are natural foragers, so rather than filling a bowl with kibble, they'll wolf down in seconds. Try putting a portion of the dinner in a treat dispensing toy. The dog will have to roll a toy to get their food, and that will keep them physically and mentally active while they eat, turning mealtime into a game and preventing them from eating their meals too quickly. You can also transform eating from a mindless activity into a meaningful one by using what's known as a snuffle mat. These genius inventions look like fuzzy fabric dust mop and it basically hides food from your dog as and your dog has to hunt for it. No more do bored dogs at dinner. Um, I've seen these online and they do look like a lot of fun. And yeah. your dog eating their dinner off a of stuff like that, oh, the tail's always going. They always seem to be really enjoying themselves as well. Yeah, I've seen that because I've seen people, um, a lot of the time they'll have different like areas on the map, won't they? And a lot of people will put like different kinds of food on them. Mm. Dog can like work its way around and get loads of different flavors, and I think dogs actually do uh, quite enjoy that, which is really, really cute. Yeah. And the next one is puzzle their muzzle. Now, lots of companies make brain games for dogs, including puzzle toys, uh, which are designed to hold treats that take a bit of work for your pup to get them out. This is not only this will not only occupy your dog, but also engage their senses. 
um there's loads and loads that you can get online that are really really good so um, it's great for mental stimulation as your dog figures out how to get treats out and it's also a great source of exercise as he rolls um around the house um the different textures of many of these toys can help to stimulate a dog's senses and as an added bonus um, it, they can also act as uh, toothbrushes as well for your chewer. So they'll not only be able to get treats, be playing, have that mental stimulation, but they'll also be brushing their teeth with some of um, the dog toy designs as well. Yeah, it's great. But there's so much stuff available nowadays online. Like it is ridiculous. <laughs> I know, exactly. The next is to give them some variety. Now, dogs truly need mental exercise as well as physical. The more senses you use, the better. There are even special boxes devoted to super chewers who gnaw everything. You can get things like Bark Box. I don't know if you've seen them online. This is an ad, by the way. <laughs> but um, I've seen them online and they 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 seem to be like really, really good. And apparently you can get them like um customized to the kind of dog that you've got. Um so while it's understandable you want to spoil your pets with toys, make sure you rot rotate the ones that they play with. This is standard advice if you have kids, but it works for bored dogs as well. If your if a dog sees the same toys every day, they won't be as excited to play with them. Keep toys in a box out of reach and swap them out every few days or once a week to keep your pup engaged. And make sure the, I'll put that last bit out. That's what I'm planning on doing with uh, my my child when they're here because I don't yeah. want that my kids have like loads of like unused toys. So I'm just gonna have like a box of ones and then just rotate them. So that's my that's my plan. I'll let you know if it works. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea actually because a lot of the time they can be really really overfaced with um all the toys and you'll end up spending like a fortune on some of them and they literally don't, they probably care more about the box than yeah. the actual toy so i do think that's a good idea yeah i managed to do that with my cat as well i've I figured out the toys she likes best and just have them I've, I've spent like i got this really expensive fish that does lots of flipping and it's got catnip in it and it moves and she hates it so oh. <laughs> Um, now the next one is to teach them new tricks. Now obedience school isn't just for misbehaving pups. Uh, training is a great tool. It strengthens your bond and utilizes their mind. You can do short little 50 minute sessions and teach them new tricks or practice existing ones. Gradually adding distractions like toys, treats and um, over the dogs can make even old tricks seem new. Um, if you start playing around um, with Scent detection work as well. Dogs using their nose has been found to be stressful even for them. So um, anything that involves them searching for a reward with their nose uh, will also be a big win. So um, if you can do that, I definitely recommend that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think dogs enjoy learning new tricks as much as um, as it as as much as it's useful. I think dogs enjoy it. They like any sort of interaction with us, and and teaching new tricks is always great. Especially if you've got a dog like a like a dog who enjoys that kind of like that kind of thing like a collie or a, or a labrador they love learning new things so they get a lot of enjoyment out of, of learning new, new tricks and things yeah plus sort of wear them out as well which I think is really important especially <laughs> if you've got one that's got a lot of energy and is to play fetch now heading to the park getting active in your backyard can help alleviate your dog's boredom and you get both get both you both get fresh air and exercise as well Tug or fetch may not seem like much to us, but these simple games can be very stimulating for dogs. And you can you can like use different things. You can use a ball, you can use a frisbee, you can use their favourite toy. Fetch is probably like hardwired into a dog's like instincts anyway, so it's probably the easiest uh, play dog easiest game to play with your dog. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, I have seen it a fair few times. You know, if you go to the park and 
and this person will throw the toy for the dog and then they'll just sit down and you're like, right, you've not exactly learned the concept of fetch just yet. <laughs> and then well, hopefully they'll get there. Yeah. Um, now the next one is to practice alone time. Now when offices and schools were closed, dogs were loving the extra time with their family members. Uh, but with some communities returning to work and school, dogs are obviously having to readjust to being on their own again. Or they could be a puppy. They could have got the dog during that sort of that period of time. Mm-hmm. And now they're going back to work or they're trying to get the dog used to this new routine. And it it can be it can be quite hard for yeah. um dogs. Um, now don't allow your dog to follow you everywhere in the house periodically go um periodically go into another room for um in your home and close the door during your absence give your dog a puzzle toy filled with treats um to create and reinforce a positive experience i think your dog will be so used to having you there that you need to almost yeah create these distractions for um for your your dog to be able to learn to do things on their own um rather than just being with you all the time so creating things and giving them things like puddle puddle toys puzzle toys uh, is a great one to do that or even if you don't want to buy anything like that just hide a few treats like around around the house uh, put yeah. them dog high and let your dog explore that they go and lock yourself in a room and then that should keep the dog preoccupied for a little while even if you start doing that as you leave the house yeah. um, just for the first few days hopefully your dog will get used to that a little bit yeah dogs do learn quite quickly don't they so that's quite a good thing Next one is to go for a walk. This sounds like a really obvious one, but it is probably one of the simplest things you can do to alleviate boredom in your dog. So never underestimate the power of a walk with your furry friend. Getting them out and about can be a great way to not only exercise, but also stimulate their senses with all new sights, sounds and smells. It can also be great bonding time for pet parents and the dogs and may help with dogs who need more attention. Um, It's just one of the easiest things to do. And like I said before, if you've had a long day at work and you come home, the last thing you want to do is take your dog for a walk. It is your responsibility to do that. But you also might find that going out for a walk after a long, busy day of work just is the best stress relief, like, ever, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just, like, just you and the dog. I think it would be... The dog will enjoy it and you'll enjoy it as well. I think it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. And the next one is to make treats harder to get. Now, bald dogs can almost always be engaged with food and dinner isn't the only time you can do this. Now, making treats more difficult to get is a great tactic because it uh, turns eating into a game and helps to combat pet obesity as well. And um, now there's obviously the really popular Kong toy, which um, are almost the sort of best toy for this. And they can be filled with things like peanut butter. Uh, you can freeze toys or um ice with treats inside which is really good that way your pup has to get work uh, has to work to get to their prize another good, good interactive treat um dispenser designed to keep your dog engaged is honestly you can get so so many online if you just search like a um a, an interactive pet toy there'll be so so many for your dog to to get involved with there's even one that i've seen where it's like a a big rug basically it's got pockets in and then you fold yeah. over and then your dog, it takes them a while. They have to like use the nose and use the paw to, to open that up and find all the treats, which is quite a good one. Oh, that sounds really good. Honestly, there's a, it's insane the amount of things you can get dogs nowadays. Like, dogs are so lucky nowadays. <laughs> I know, I know. There's so many things for them. And finally, tire them out. It can be tough to entertain an energetic pup 24-7 when you're trying to work from home. If you can sneak in a walk or two around a fetch or use some interactive toys, your pup is bound to be thankful you did. 
And ultimately, a dog that is tired, both mentally and physically, is a happy dog, one that's less likely to act out. And after all they do for us, we want our pets to be as happy as they make us, even during stressful times. So yeah, there's that old adage, a tired dog is a good dog, because they're too tired to get into any trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I absolutely love. Uh, so there's awesome signs that a dog might be bored and what you like basically basically what you can do to help your dog stop being bored, especially if you are like you have been working from home and now you don't, or you do work from home and you just want your dog to sort of leave you alone a little bit. To leave you alone a little bit. Um, yeah. Hopefully these um, tips can help you with a bored dog. And like I mentioned a couple of times as well, we make music and TV for dogs that is um like guaranteed to like end dogs boredom and frustration um like we have millions of people that use it all over the world and tell us every day just how great it is so there are links in the show notes if you want to go and check out our dog tv um there's some really really great episodes that you know and we've cats as well but that's you know we're a dog podcast so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us this week and Leah and i will see you in our next episode bye bye